not working. What was that noise? I see something outside. Don't go out there! Prepare yourselves for a dark and twisted tale. Wanna play a game? How long can you survive? So, back by our unpopular demand, because Tori and I want to do this episode again, we're talking about our ghost stories, people. Welcome back, this is Tales of Grimm. I'm your host, Tyler. And I'm Tori. And yeah, we're going to get into some, uh, some more spooky stuff that happened to us. I honestly love telling these stories. Yeah. On a scale of uh, 1 to 10. 15. Wow, that... that wasn't the scale range, but okay. <laughs> um, how about on a scale of spoopy to like uh, insidious? Gengar. Wow, wow! I don't even know how that would register, but dang, <laughs> I, I accept that answer. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So, Tori, do you want to start us off with a creepy ghost story that happened to you? It's not really creepy, as much as kind of confirmed that I had ghosts looking after me. Sorry, for a minute I thought you were just going to say that I had ghosts and you, it made it sound like it was like an STD or like <laughs> cooties or something. I was seven years old when I got ghosts. <laughs> no, these are like my guardian angels that I absolutely love. Ah. So in my senior year of high school, I did a choir trip up to the Bay Area, up to San Francisco, for this choir festival. Really fun. On one of the bus rides, I had a friend named Sebastian, and he kept saying that he was like psychic, he could see auras around people, like even if, you know, they have guardian angels, ghosts, demons, whatever, like he could see the auras of people and these things. So I asked him, like, okay, like, what do you see around me, curiously? He's like, okay, I see three figures with you. Two older, one woman, one older man, and then one kind of younger man. And at this, I'm kind of like, okay, like I've told you about my sister's boyfriend that passed away, Tyler, and like my grandma and grandpa, like he already knows this stuff, that's fine. What I didn't tell him was that the older gentleman was saying something about a tomato. Again, I did not tell him about, but there was one year where I went up to visit my grandpa and we picked these fresh tomatoes out of his little garden to put on my grandma's grave. So that kind of freaked me out a little bit, but what? it was also really sweet. What was the, the timeline difference when you picked the tomatoes? From when the kid told you about it? Uh, I think my grandpa had been dead for at least a few years at that point. Like, I'm talking when I was, like, maybe 14. Oh, so this is like you do tomatoes every year. Not like a... No, I went up to visit him in Oregon. And I had spent the whole day with him. And my mom had kind of dropped me off and done a girl's day with my cousin Noreen at the time. But I had spent the whole day with my grandpa, and one of the things that we did was put a tomato on my grandma's grave. 
And then one of the things that does kind of puzzle me to this day is that he said that the older woman was talking about like a cake or a pie recipe. And I'm like, okay, like it could be my grandma Muti. Like she did like to cook. Um, She did like to bake. So then I talked to my mom about it and she's like, no, I can't really think of any like recipes like this. I don't know. Like maybe it was lost in translation. I don't know. But that's something that still kind of baffles me to this day. Your turn. Oh, are we doing one at a time? Sure. Uh, uh, Let's do rock, paper, scissors. Uh, Winner has to go. Okay, ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. (laughs) damn. All right, you won. You got another one. What? Yeah, I said whoever wins tells the next story. No, you you lost. You tell the story. No, you're breaking the rules now. You can't change the rules. God dang it. Okay. (laughs) My third little guardian angel is my sister's deceased boyfriend, Tyler. He was like a brother to me. And... He passed away around November, my my senior year of high school. I want to say it was that Christmas that we went to my aunt's house. And when we came back, I was really tired. So I got into bed and I felt a little weird. Like my room felt a little colder than it really should have been. And I looked in my closet, which is literally like two huge panes of like mirror, like two giant doors of a sliding mirror. And at the foot of my bed, at the corner on the side that I was sleeping, you could see this kind of white orb. And I kind of looked at it and I'm like, looked at the foot of my bed, looked at the mirror, looked at the foot of my bed, Couldn't see anything at the foot of my bed, but you could clearly see it in the mirror. And I kind of started, like, moving my head around, and, like, it stayed in the exact same place. Like, not like it was a smudge, because then it would kind of look like it was moving around the room This was in the dark? Yes. You don't think you just, like, missaw things, because, you know, it was a little dark? No. Okay. No, I took into account, like... I remember it was around 11 or midnight, so the moon was like, no way it was shining in my window. No way. It was a little darker that night, I do remember. But there was still that orb. And I have never seen it again at the foot of my bed. I gotta be honest, I don't believe in orbs. I think that's some mumbo-jumbo crap. (laughs) It's like some ghost hunters, adventure, ghost adventurers, like, you know, when they're searching, like, oh, there's a little flicker of the light. It's an orb. Ha! Ah, it's only right there. I, I don't buy it. I mean, this made me a believer of it. And to this day, I'm like, okay, this was Tyler kind of saying his last goodbye to me, saying that he's still watching over us for the time, um, but that he's still here. So I thought, I thought that was really sweet. Okay, okay. No uh, weird feelings around said orb? No goosebumps? I mean, like I said, the room was a little colder. But no, like, I wasn't afraid of it or anything like that. So, uh, my situation, since I lost Rock, Paper, Scissors, now it's my turn. 
Ghost, Goblin, Ghouls. Ghost, Goblin, Ghouls. That's, see, that's the spooky version of Rock, Paper, Scissors we should have done. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. I, I think the, uh, the ghost would beat the goblin. The goblin would beat the ghoul, but the ghoul would have to beat the ghost. Yeah. Because the ghost would scare the goblin because it's dead. The goblin can kill the ghoul because the ghoul is like half dead. And then the ghoul is just like, haha, ghost, I got a body, I win. <laughs> yeah. Ghost Strictly because the ghoul has the body. Yeah. That's like half dead, half alive, you know? My god. Yeah. Ghost, goblin, ghouls. <laughs> so it's your story. Alright, so this one happened recently. And, uh... It was a it was a fun one, you know. It was actually my first big ghost thing I've had happen to me like in a while, even though I keep taunting all the ghosts in our house to make things happen, but they're not doing it. That's because I regularly sage the house when you're gone. That is a lie, and you know it. <laughs> Completely, too, I wish. Yeah, no, you're too lazy to go out and get sage. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you could door dash sage, then that might be a different story. No, but then I have to go all the way down to the gate, which is no, like you'd send a me mile down. away. <laughs> you always do. <laughs> True. Yeah. You would just be like, babe, what's in the bag? Shh, you don't need to know. Oh my god. Anyways, so, uh, yeah, so there was a night, it was probably a couple months ago now, I woke up at around like 2.30ish, almost 3 o'clock in the morning. And the witching hour. Yeah, the witching hour is 3 to 4. <laughs> and although we did have daylight saving time, so does that mean the witching hour changes when we have daylight saving? Because it is a time change, but yeah, see? Ah, see, that's a good question, right? I don't think so, because daylight savings time was technically... It's a man-made concept. Right. Made to make sure that the trains were on time. Mm. Yeah, in like the 1800s, I want to say. I thought it had to do with like farmers. Not really. No, nothing to do with the crops. Uh, well, anyways. No, it was just, for farmers, it was you wake up at the crack of dawn, and when it's sunset, that's when you go to... That's when you go get food and go to bed. All I know is we're one of the very few countries in the world that do it, and it's dumb. Not even Arizona does it. Eh. Like, there are states well, that don't even do it. Like, Arizona sometimes two hours ahead, sometimes... Or, no, sometimes it's, like, our time and then one hour ahead. Yeah, so it doesn't do, like, the fall back or spring forward. I don't know, that's it's still confusing where it's, like, half the year it's, like, same time as California, then the other half of the year, it's why? an hour it's, later. Why? Because it's not how California does it? No, because it's stupid. Like, at least, like, if you're looking at the East Coast, like, it's always three hours ahead. It's never randomly four hours ahead. So one you're month arguing pro time zones. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it's weird. It's weird that a state does one hour ahead only, like, half the year. But, like, if you're looking at all the East Coast, like, it's essentially just always three hours ahead. Yeah, but Arizona is, like, the middle child that always wants to be unique. Mm. Well, anyways, back to this ghost story. <laughs> <laughs> so it happened around, like, 2.30 or 3. Yeah, it was somewhere in there. And I was laying on my side, 
And when I'm laying on my side, I can kind of look into like this little hallway that leads kind of by our bathroom slash the door to our living room. So it's just kind of like a small little like narrow hallway. And I slowly start to open my eyes and I see this woman just kind of standing there. And she's in like this white gown. I can't really make out her eyes, but she has this big happy grin and she's just waving at me. Creepy grin or like happy I, grin? I don't know. It was just a smile, like a grin. I didn't really feel anything from it, like good or negative. She was just smiling and she was just like waving back and forth. Like her arm was stationary or like where her elbow was stationary, but like her arm was just doing the normal like wave. Uh, almost kind of like a look at me, look at me, uh, but not excited. Look at me. So then it's registering that I'm seeing something. And at first I think it's Tori just, you know, just like awake for whatever reason at like two 30 in the morning, by the way, I know it's like two 30 in the morning. Cause I checked right immediately after the incident. So I'm watching this thing for probably about like, maybe like 15 seconds. And then I start to roll over on my back. My eyes are still on the woman thinking it's Tori. And then, like, at this point, I now see Tori on my left. And I kind of do, like, a quick little, like, head turn. And the woman's still there. And then it hits me. Someone broke into my house. So I leap off the bed, getting ready to punch said random woman broken into, that uh, broke into my house. The second my feet hit the floor and my, my arm goes back to swing, she disappears. And I had probably about, like, a full 30 seconds of staring at this woman weirdest thing that happened to me probably recently at that point i'm standing in the middle of the room my arms shoot up with goosebumps i'm just like registering that just happened okay that was a ghost there was a woman in white with like darkish hair smiling at me and waving that was not tori tori's laying on the bed pinch myself i'm awake right now okay yeah no this isn't a dream check my phone okay it's about 2 30 or 3 o'clock whatever time it was and then at this point I lay back down, Tori's on her side and my head jumps to like, you know, that thing in a horror movie where it's like, what if that's not Tori? And it's like some other like ghost girl and I can't see her face. So then I kind of start poking Tori and I wake her up. Yeah, I wake up just enough to basically go, what the heck are you doing? I was what? like, okay, just let to check. Good night. I had to make sure that it was in fact Tori and not some like random woman in my bed. Yeah, it's a weird thing. And then the next night, I had a weird sleep paralysis dream. And that one was, I woke up and it was kind of the same thing that happened the night before. I was on my, I was on the bed. It's late. I have a very clear picture of the room. And like, when I have sleep paralysis stuff, like, it, I know when I'm in a dream. Like, I know I'm dreaming this. But... You know, my eyes are open. I can't move. I'm, like, trying to yell like I always do, and I can never yell. But I see the woman in white again walking towards me. I can't see her full face this time. And I'm just trying to just, like, I don't know, try to wake up Tori or something. Like, I always try... I'm always yelling for Tori in my sleep paralysis dreams when... Well, since we've been dating. <laughs> As she's getting closer, that's when all of a sudden, like, I can kind of move, and I just shoot forward off the bed. And then I get up. I wasn't fully awake at this point. I was still in my dream. 
So in my dream, I'm walking around the bedroom and I'm looking at the door that goes into our living room and it's just shaking. And then it starts to open and then I pull it closed. And in my dream, I'm like fighting back and forth with the door opening and closing. At one point, I finally slam it closed and then I shoot back up out of the bed. And like, I'm like super out of breath. I am panting. And this time I am actually awake. <laughs> And then I couldn't fall back asleep, so I go out into the living room, turned on Family Guy, and turned on the lights and watched Family Guy <laughs> until probably about like 5 in the morning, and then I came back to bed. <laughs> Sleep paralysis isn't very fun. No, and I really wish I could wake up one point when you do so I can like calm you down or like stay up with you while you're watching Family Guy and... Well, you've, you've woken me up once or twice from a sleep paralysis dream before. I remember because one of the times you said you were just almost kind of like, you said I was shaking or like struggling or I, I don't, I don't remember exactly what you said. It was a while ago. I do, but also I don't remember that. Oh, well, I remember it because sleep paralysis. <laughs> <laughs> Because it probably terrified you. Yeah, no, sleep paralysis is the worst thing. Like, there will be times, like, I actually really get it a lot when I am in, in an uncomfortable situation. So if I sleep on the couch, that's where I, like, I normally get sleep paralysis. But every now and again, I do get it in the bed. I, God, it's awful where it's just, your mind's awake, but you can't move. I, I honestly can't describe how terrifying that feeling is. It, I, It's kind of probably, like, people that are essentially vegetables or in comas i imagine where their mind is going but they can't move say or do anything and that terrifies me that is an awful state to be in yeah i can't even imagine that and well and especially because like in sleep paralysis you, you're still in that REM cycle of sleep almost so you can still dream while you're awake it, it's so weird and, and that's why a lot of people kind of argue with the whole, um, the ghost versus sleep paralysis, because sleep paralysis is very much a real thing. And a lot of people, a lot of scientists will say that, well, there's not actually ghosts, it's you, it's your mind creating them because you're in sleep paralysis, but then you have the supernatural side of being like, no, 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 ghosts are causing my sleep paralysis. <laughs> it's whatever you choose to believe in, in that sense. Which it could be. And a lot of ghosts that we have seen or like the cliche kind of like random ones that we see if we see a girl it's usually a female with darker kind of long hair and a white dress yeah like that is always like the cliche ghost type of thing so maybe it was a ghost maybe it wasn't maybe it was your mind thinking like Oh, Samara from the ring or, you know, the classic, like, bride that died and is now walking the cemetery trying to look for a ride or something like that. No, I honestly think the sleep paralysis version of the dream um, was literally just my mind still thinking about the ghost girl from the night before. That night before, the first Could time it been, happened yeah. to me, that legit happened to me. I, I can never deny that. That was not a dream. I know the difference when I'm in a sleep paralysis dream or having a nightmare or something. I was fully awake. Like, I shot up off the bed getting ready to punch what I thought someone broke into my house. <laughs> like, honestly, I don't care who it is. If it's a girl, if it's a man, it could be a five-year-old child. If a five-year-old child breaks into our apartment at, like, three in the morning and stands at the foot of my bed, 
I'm punching him in the face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but speaking of, of sleep paralysis, I do have another spooky one. This was my, uh, well, mine and Travis's first experience with sleep paralysis. So we were little. We were in the Manteca house. And <laughs> there was this, this clown, like, marionette puppet that my family used to have. It was really creepy. It was like... There were two of them. There was one with, like, a pink outfit and one with a blue outfit. They had the same face and they had little sombreros on. But they were the marionettes, so you could, you know, dance them around and stuff. Travis and I had bunk beds. And I was on the top bunk. And I know Travis kind of thought these were creepy. So while he was laying there, I dangled it in front of him <laughs> and scared the crap out of him. And then I just left it there just to mess with him. And, you know, he was yelling at me to take it down. I was like, no! <laughs> Such a good brother. Eh, he had it coming. But yeah, so then that night, or maybe like a few nights after that, I woke up at like 3 o'clock in the morning to Travis screaming my name. And I was just like, what do you want? He's like, you woke me up. And then like, he's like completely panting out of breath. And he was just like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I was like, the hell? What? what? Why are you saying thank you? That's, did you wake me up to say thank you? <laughs> and, and he then told me about the dream he had. He had this sleep paralysis dream where he woke up. He, you know, was laying on the bed when you have a very clear picture of the room you're in always whenever there's a sleep paralysis dream. It's like you were literally looking around the room kind of, but you just can't move. And he said that the marionette puppet started turning to where it faced him and slowly detached itself from the strings. And then it started grabbing the bottom railings of the uh, the bottom part of the bunk. So, like, you know on bunk beds how you have to have, like, the two frames? The, on the bottom part of my frame, it was, like, bars. So he said the marionette puppet started grabbing the bars underneath my bed and slowly started to, like, climb, like, Spider-Man upside down towards him. And the head was, like, slowly turning. I guess Travis was trying to yell my name in this dream. And then he said the thing jumped at him, and as it was about to hit him, that's when he said he woke up and heard me yelling, What do you want? <laughs> and then we had to uh, take the marionette down immediately after he told me all that. <laughs> the marionette was still up there? Oh no, like when he woke up, like he like definitely got rid of that, but like that, that night we had to take it down. <laughs> Such a bad brother. I mean, I would never try and scare my sister with, like, I don't know, our porcelain dolls or anything like that. Never. Yeah, never. <laughs> so funny, though, because Travis gets scared of things much easier than I do. Completely. Yeah. I always go back to the haunted house that we went to, or, well, the haunted, haunted, um... And how many times we heard him and Jordan and Sarah screaming oh, no. during our lights out one. I was talking when Travis and I went to the uh, the abandoned slaughterhouse with his friends. There was like an entrance that was like through this hole in the wall and everyone's like, oh, we should go in. And no one wanted to go in. And I was like, well, I'll do it. <laughs> and Travis was just like, yeah, nope, he'll do it. I, I don't care. I'm, I'm not doing it first. <laughs> I was talking about the Halloween maze that we went through. Yes. That you and I went first. It was like a blackout maze. Oh, yeah. No, this is one we've talked about with the flashlight. Yeah. And how much we cracked up each time we heard the specific scream of Jordan, Sarah, or Travis. Yeah. 
we knew it was them and we just busted up laughing. Good times. Very. Yeah. <laughs> so I do have one story before we go. I want to say a few years ago where I was the only one in the house in a two-story house with two cats and I want to say it was like three dogs at that point, three, four dogs at that point. My parents had had this kind of, not feud with the neighbor behind us, but the neighbor behind us just was not good, like kept spraying over the wall, like dumping stuff over our wall, getting our dogs to buy or uh, bark and complain about it and all that stuff. Not a very good person. Anyway, this night I had just started falling asleep with the dogs at the foot of my bed, on the bed, cuddling with me, all that stuff. And just as I'm about to fall asleep, the fire alarm starts going off. I don't know which one, and it goes off maybe three times before it just cuts off. Like, it stops. So it beeps three times. Like, three full, like, beep, 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 beep. Like, blaringly loud. And... It almost feels like each time I get up, it stops. So at this point, my heart is racing. And I'm like, okay, it's just the fire alarm. Batteries probably need to be changed, but I can't do anything about it right now. I don't know which one it is. It's really late at night. So I try to fall back asleep. A few minutes later, it happens again. I go out in the hall and turn on the lights, literally cannot figure out where the hell it's coming from. And then I hear the side door from downstairs start jiggling, like the doorknob. And that is a very distinct sound. And I start freaking out. I'm like, okay, this crazy ass neighbor is trying to break into my house now. I'm the only one here. So... I start shaking and I'm calling my neighbors and they come over, help me check. Like we go around the house. There's no sign of any forced entry. The back door is locked. The side door is locked, all that stuff. There's no way my neighbor could have gone in and like this side door is through our garage. So there's no way he could have gone through there. But we're walking through our house, and we're going room by room, and at the end, I'm talking to them, and they're like, okay, like, you are safe, like, if you don't, we obviously have a spare room if you want, and I'm like, no, no, I'm okay. Start talking to them a little bit more, and my neighbor, who's like a mother to me, she says something that kind of shocks me. She's like, you know, we found nothing but I did feel really weird in your guest room. Like the temperature was way colder than normal, not in any other rooms. We knew that the air conditioning hadn't been on. And I told her, I'm like, that's where Tyler's ashes are. And she is a very religious woman, does not believe in ghosts. But I think that convinced her just a little bit that ghosts might actually be real. <laughs> Because she looked at me and she's like, 
you know what? That actually explains it. And that was the end of that discussion. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. So that kind of confirms to me that my guest room, my parents' guest room, is or has been haunted. Wow. That was a very uh, spooky story, my dear. And on that note, we're going to call it an episode, guys. Yeah. And like always, if you guys like and subscribe and comment and all that stuff, we would love to hear your spooky stories of any ghosts or demons or ghouls that you come across. Ghost, goblin, ghouls. (laughs) And we will happily share them here. If you guys comment and want more of our ghost stories, we probably still have a lot more in the bank ready for you guys. So. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right, well, we will see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. See ya.